What's up, future PTAs? I have a quick announcement to make before we get started with today's episode. On Sunday, January 15th at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, we will be hosting a free masterclass webinar to help give students the blueprint they'll need to take all of the stress and anxiety out of board setting and provide students with the structure they'll need to absolutely crush the exam. Sign up for free down on the link in the show notes below. Now on to the show. All right, guys, so today we're going to be talking about standards of ethical conduct for the physical therapist assistant. So this is basically our list of rules, regulations, our scope of practice, basically highlighting um, when it comes to acting ethically. So what does that mean? It's more like our interprofessional um, communication with other healthcare workers, our communication and presentation with our patients, um, appropriate relationships with individuals, and then what is our role in making sure we uphold what physical therapy actually is. So let's get into it. It's going to be a lot of reading, so I apologize. Um, For those of you listening on the podcast, feel free to check this out on YouTube just to take a look at what it looks like. Um, It's a little bit... um, I'm going to make it simple. I'm going to make it simple. So there are eight standards that we go off of. So standard one, physical therapist assistants shall respect the inherent dignity and rights of all individuals. So basically in short term, just don't be a jerk. So we must act in a respectful manner towards each other, regardless of age, gender, race, nationality, religion, ethnicity, social and economic status, sexual orientation, health condition, or disability. Basically, let's follow the golden rule and treat people how you would want to be treated. Basically, don't be a misogynist, don't be homophobic, don't be racist, all of those good things, all those good things that we probably shouldn't be. And that physical therapist assistant shall recognize their personal biases and shall not discriminate against others in the provision of physical therapy services. Basically, check yourself at the door and treat the people how they need to be treated. It's pretty much what it comes down to. So we kind of talked about implicit biases. So you might like think maybe you have an implicit bias towards men or something like that. Understand, like check that at the door, understand that we have to be aware of this as we're treating individuals so we don't accidentally do something that's going to harm an individual. So standard two, physical therapist assistants shall be trustworthy and compassionate in addressing the rights and needs of patients slash clients. So we're going to act in the best interest of our patient and clients over ourselves. So basically we're going to be putting the patient above our own patient's needs above our own in the ethical standards of practice. Uh, PTAs shall provide PT interventions with with compassionate and caring behaviors that incorporate the individual and cultural differences of patients and clients. So that means if you have a patient that only is comfortable being touched by uh, members of the same gender based on their religion, you're going to make the accommodations to make sure that patient is treated and cared for in a way that um, is just aware of their own cultural needs and then understanding that it's not personal. We're just trying to make sure that we're treating everybody with respect and understanding cultural differences between individuals. Um, This also applies for individuals who may be uh, Muslim and they cannot do PT during Ramadan because they're fasting and they would cause them to like get major headaches or cause bodily problems. Basically, that's just understanding that even though, yes, they might need physical therapy services, maybe we need to schedule these like very close to iftar which is when they eat their food at the end of the day or something like that or just adjust when we're able to do physical therapy services so different examples of these sort of things uh pta shall provide patients and clients with information regarding the interventions they provide basically informed consent tell your patient what you're doing explain why they need it 
pretty much what we have to get quizzed on when we did our competencies in school. PTA shall protect the confidential patient client information and in collaboration with the PT may disclose confidential information to appropriate authorities only when is allowed or required by law. So basically that means that if you're a mandated reporter, you're going to be mandating reporting. So if you have like, you know, child abuse or something like that, you have to disclose information to proper authorities as required by law because we are mandated reporters for that and for elder abuse. Um, maybe we need to talk to the something was brought up with the patient regarding their care and we need to tell the PT what's going on, something along those lines. Basically, HIPAA, disclose information when it's pertinent to the individual and when it's appropriate to disclose to various authorities based on the situation that's going on. Standard three, a physical therapist's assistance shall make sound decisions in collaboration with a physical therapist and within the boundaries established by laws and regulation. Basically, stay in your lane, do what PTAs are supposed to do, PTs do what they're supposed to do. We all live in Kumbaya and treat the patients. So we're going to make objective decisions in the patient's clients slash clients best interest in all practice settings. So we're going to keep their patients, the patient's needs at the forefront of what we're going to be doing with them. Uh, PTA shall be guided by the information about guided by the information about best practice regarding physical therapy interventions, basically evidence-based practice. We're going to follow what the research says and not just do things because we think it's fun. PTAs shall make decisions based on their level of competence and consistent with the patient's client's values. So again, informed consent, making sure the patient's okay with what you're doing. And then we're going to be, again, staying in our lane. We're not going to be doing uh, re-evals or discharges or anything like that or doing any sort of crazy things that are more pertinent to what the PT's scope of practice is. And also we will make sound decisions based on our level of competence. If you are killing it with the lymphedema stuff and you can make these sound decisions better than your PT who has absolute no experience with lymphedema, you're the one making those clinical decisions. Again, we need to have something to base our decisions off of, which is usually evidence. Uh, PTA shall not engage in conflicts of interest that interfere with making sound decisions. Essentially what that means is if you are you, like, don't treat your family members because that's going to interfere with your ability to make decisions. Don't treat your children. It's going to interfere with your ability to uh, make decisions. I think that's what Stark's law or something like that. I forget the actual law, but again, conflicts of interest that would interfere with you making sound decisions. Treating family is the first one that comes to mind. Um, can't really make sound decisions when you're emotionally attached to the people. All right, guys, PTAs shall provide physical therapy services under the direct supervision of a PT and shall communicate with the PT when client patient status requires modifications to the established plan of care. Basically, uh, talk to your PT, don't ignore your PT. Y'all are a team. Y'all are doing the things that you need to do to make the patient get better. If you notice that the patient is really struggling with like walking or something like that, they're having their foot hurt all of a sudden and you're treating them for their hip. Um, maybe they need a script for their foot. Tell the PT, hey, we need to make some modifications. Um, maybe we need to implement some stuff. Maybe you're the patient's regressing and you're like, I think this person would need aquatic therapy. Tell the patient, tell the PT, they put it in the plan of care. We move on. Everyone's happy. All right. Standard four, a physical therapist assistant shall demonstrate integrity in their relationships with patients slash clients, families, colleagues, students, and other healthcare professionals, employers, payers, and public. Basically, we are going to present ourselves as professionals within our scope of practice. So we're going to provide truthful, accurate, and relevant, relevant information that shall not make misleading representations. So basically, that means we're not going to lie about things on our documentation. PTA shall not exploit persons over whom they have supervisory, evaluative, evaluative or other authority. So like patients, students, supervisees, research participants, employees, anything like that. Basically, we're not going to exploit the people that we are training. 
pretty much. Uh, PTA shall discourage misconduct by healthcare professionals and report illegal or unethical acts to the relevant authority when appropriate. Basically, um, you are required to bring up concerns that you may have either to the state board of physical therapy that you practice in. Let's say like, okay, God forbid you see that your PT is like being very inappropriate with the patients and touching them inappropriately and making really like concerning remarks. It's been brought up. It's been addressed multiple times. Nobody's doing anything about it. You see your supervisors don't do anything about it. Everyone's trying to sweep it under the rug. You report that to the state board of physical therapy. That's pretty much what it comes down to. Um, and then any anything else, illegal or unethical. PTA shall report suspected cases of abuse involving children or vulnerable adults to the supervising physical therapist and the appropriate authority subject to law. So we are mandated reporters for both uh, geriatrics and then children. So we are mandated reporters for both of those individuals. So if we see anything with uh, child care problems, we are calling child line and that's who we report everything to. Um, and then we're going to let them handle it. And that is a whole mess on itself. But again, you're going to report so you don't lose your license. And hopefully maybe we get these people who are being abused in a better situation. PTA shall not engage in any sexual relationship with any of their patients, clients, supervisees, or students. I think that speaks for itself. I think there's that one TikTok trend going around that's like, don't F your coworkers. Hey, like basically that, but like with patients and anybody else that you work, like are working directly, like either under or over, like not, not, I think this speaks for itself. All right, guys, PTA shall not harass anyone verbally, physically, emotionally, or sexually. I think that speaks for itself. Again, going back to my don't be a jerk. I feel like a lot of these can be summed up in don't be a jerk. Physical therapist assistants shall fulfill their legal and ethical obligations. We are to comply with our applicable local, state, federal laws and regulations. PTAs shall support the supervisory role of the physical therapist to ensure quality care and promote patient-client safety. Essentially, we're homies with our PT. We're doing, we're helping them out. We're making their lives easier. We're all getting the patient better. Pretty much it understanding that yes, PTAs have a lot that we can do, but ultimately we are paraprofessionals. We are under the supervision of the PT. We cannot uh, practice autonomously, although we give a lot of leeway with a lot of things that we know and we're respected in what we do know. Legally, we do have to have that supervisory PT. So PTAs involved in research shall abide by the accepted standards of the governing of governing protection of research participants, which basically means that if you're going to be doing research, you have to be going to an institutional review board to make sure they're reviewing everything and making sure you're acting ethically. Basically, again, I feel like a lot of these go back to just don't be a jerk. PTAs shall encourage colleagues with physical, psychological, or substance-related impairments that may adversely impact their professional responsibilities to seek assistance or counsel. Essentially, this means like if your coworker is showing up drunk to work, you're telling them, hey, man, I think you need some help. That's that's basically what this comes down to um, because that could impact patients. Like, although you don't want to say something, it will impact your patients negatively, and then it could impact you negatively as well if something happens. All right, PTAs who have knowledge that a colleague is unable to perform their professional responsibilities with reasonable skill and safety shall report this information to the proper authority. Again, if you guys have tried to help your PT and they keep showing up drunk and you're worried about them interfering with patient care and causing problems, you need to report them to the proper authorities. Number six, physical therapist assistants shall enhance their competence through lifelong acquisition and refinement of knowledge, skills, and abilities. PTAs shall achieve and maintain clinical competence. PTAs shall engage in lifelong learning consistent with changes in their roles and responsibilities and advanced practice of PT. And PTAs shall support practice environments that support career development and lifelong learning. Basically, do your CEUs and attend things that will help increase your ability to learn. 
pretty much this is a lifelong practice. You're always going to be learning new things. There's always more things to learn. Research is changing. I mean, we see science is always figuring out new things all the time. We have to stay up to date with everything, continue to learn and do our CEUs. Physical therapist, number seven, physical therapist assistance shall support organizational behaviors and businesses practices that benefit the patients slash clients and society. So PTA shall promote work environments that support ethical and accountable decision-making, uh, basically be a leader in your community. PTA shall not accept gifts or other considerations that influence or give appearance of influencing their decisions. Essentially, we cannot accept gifts from clients, either those be monetary or anything else. Um, I know it happens anyways, but based on like, you know, the PT regulations, we can't do that. Um, PTAs shall fully disclose any financial interests that they have in a product or services that they recommend to patients or clients. So for example, I am a Brooks ambassador. I get 40% off Brooks. I think Brooks is great. I would still promote them even if I wasn't an ambassador, but I would have to disclose that to my patients. All of us who work at the clinic that I work at where we all treat feet, we all have to disclose that we're Brooks ambassadors. We're going to say Brooks is great. We love it. Um, it's awesome, but we have to understand that we have to have that transparency that yes, if they're buying things and like, it's because we got a discount stuff like that. Um, that also goes for, if we're going to be recommending any sort of medical equipment, uh, you know, those medical equipment people that come by all the time and then give you Chipotle and stuff like that for like pumping their stuff. You kind of have to just say, Hey, um, I do get a benefit if you buy this, but I think this will help you anyways. So just kind of saying with that. PTAs shall ensure that their documentation for their interventions accurately reflects the nature and extent of the services provided. Uh, basically, be specific with your documentation. Don't fake anything. PTAs shall, ref shall refrain from employment arrangements or other arrangements that prevent PTAs from fulfilling ethical obligations to patients as clients. Do not accept a role where you're basically going to be doing the reavals and discharges. Um, or being in any sort of situation where you're basically doing more than what you're supposed to do as a PTA because it could backfire ethically on you. Standard eight, this is the last one. Physical therapist assistants shall participate in efforts to meet the health needs of people locally, nationally, or globally. PTAs shall support organizations that meet the health needs of people who are economically disadvantaged, uninsured, or underinsured. Basically, if you're able to do pro bono work, do it. PTA shall advocate for people with impairments, activity limitations, participation restrictions, and disabilities in order to promote their participation in community and society. What are all those words? Do you guys remember the ICF model? Those are all those words. So basically, we're going to be supporting our patients and whatever they need. And then PTA shall be responsible stewards of healthcare resources by collaborating with physical therapists in order to avoid overutilization or underutilization of physical therapy services. Basically, if it looks like it's not working and we're just keep doing it, let's let's adjust things. It may not be working. We might need to do more. We might need to do less. What are we doing? Let's do the appropriate intervention for the patient and let's collaborate. PTA shall educate members of the public about the benefits of physical therapy. So it is our role and uh, we are ethically obligated to make sure we are talking about the good benefits of PT, how it can help individuals, because I think there's a statistic out there that only 7% of the people with musculoskeletal injuries actually go get PT. And it's either because people don't know that they can be treated. Like think of all the people who are like, whoa, pelvic floor PT is a thing. I had no idea that that was a thing. They can help me with these things. Like men who like might have like problems with like their abdominal walls. They don't even realize they could go to like pelvic floor PT or had a hernia surgery. A lot of people just don't know. So that's our role as PTAs. All right, guys, sample question because you might get a quiz on this. 
which of the following scenarios would be prohibited under the standards of ethical conduct for the physical therapist assistant? One, a physical therapist assistant is in a relationship with a physical therapist assistant that works for another company. Two, a physical therapist assistant speaks at a local meeting about the importance of utilization of physical therapy services for those in pain. Three, a physical therapist assistant discloses confidential, pertinent information about a patient's about a patient to the evaluating slash supervising physical therapist about the patient's care, or four, a physical therapist assistant accepts gifts from their student prior to completion of their internship. So I'll give you guys a second to think about this. All right, guys, so the answer is number four, a physical therapist assistant accepts a gift from their student prior to completion of their internship. So this falls under the standard that talks about how we cannot accept gifts or any sort of things that might sway our opinion ethically or decision making uh, from somebody who's underneath us. So that either includes patients, uh, employees, or um, even students that are uh, working with us. So the student has not completed their internship um, and they're giving us a gift. Hmm. Okay, well, um, that could sway our decision making there. If we fail them, they're like, well, I gave you the gift. Why did you do that? Maybe we're like, well, mm, they're not that safe, but they did give me that nice gift card to Starbucks. So I'll, I'll let it slide. It just gets really dicey. And even after they complete their internship, you really shouldn't be accepting a gift from them. The best gifts to give your CIs are just a nice handwritten letter that says, thank you. That's what I did. And they still have it up in the clinic. So it's just nice. It's just nice. Um, the other questions, the physical therapist assistant is in a relationship with a physical therapist assistant that works for another company. They are on the same level. They, even if they work for the same company, if they're in different places and they don't oversee each other, there is nothing legally or ethically saying that you cannot do this. I'm going to be transparent. My boyfriend and I are both PTAs. We work for the same company. The only thing that would cause it to be unethical is if I was this supervising PT or like I was like in charge or something like that, or assigned his paycheck or a cleared his time card or something like that no work at different clinics don't ever interact with each other over patient care we're, it's as if we worked for a different company so there are some and even if it was like a pt pta you got to make sure just you're not sending notes to each other nothing like that you guys are not involved in patient care and if that's kind of where it comes down to then it's completely ethical it's okay do not be sharing patient information. Basically, it's as if like you guys worked different companies, like did different jobs. Just keep work at work, keep home life at home. Like don't let it mix. Um, two, physical therapist assistant speaks at a local meeting about utilization of physical therapy services for those in pain. That's the like educating the public about it. That's like what we're supposed to do. Uh, number three, physical therapist assistant discloses confidential, pertinent information about a patient's care to the supervising physical therapist about uh, to about the patient to the evaluating therapist as a part of the patient's care. So this question is basically saying that the PTA is telling the PT things that are relevant to the patient's case that they should know about. And this is the person signing the notes anyway, so they should be aware of these things. All right, guys, I hope that that was helpful in answering any questions you might have about ethical standards of practice for the PTA. Um, you will have a question on some sort of ethics thing on the boards, and it'll fall under the professional responsibilities part of the NPT if you guys are confused on that. Other things that fall there are like ADA stuff, documentation, all those fun things. All right, guys. Uh, take care and I will see y'all in the next one.
Thank you for listening to this episode of the PTA Elevation Podcast. We look forward to continually serving you as you embark on your journey towards becoming a licensed physical therapist assistant. We thank you for your continued support and we'll see you in the next episode.